You're listening to the Sideline Rush with Jason Gallishaw. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Sideline Rush Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Gallishaw, and today we are joined by a special guest, former wide receiver standout star from TCU, Michael Bird Jr. Michael, welcome to the show. What's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm just maintaining. I'm adapting to this world we're living in in terms of COVID-19, so just making the best of my opportunity. How are you doing? Doing good. Same thing, just maintaining, you know, trying to be, trying to stay healthy as crazy you can't. Um, you can't go to the store and, and, and the restaurant no more. Everything's just changing the way everything's running. So trying to just basically, like you said, just stay maintaining and stay safe. Exactly. And speaking of new opportunities, earlier this spring, you actually entered your name into the transfer reporter, and now you have a new opportunity with the University of Colorado under new head coach, Carl Janelle. So what was that transfer process like to you? It's hectic. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't wish it on nobody. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Um, you know, it's kind of like you 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 go back go back to str- scratch, like you're coming out of high school again. Um, you know, you got to convince the school to believe in. You got to convince the school to give you opportunity. Um, and so that that whole process of finding the school that's got quality academics and that has a a decent football program that you feel that you can thrive in, you know, that's, that search is kind of hard. Um, and then on top of that, like I said, you got to also find, you know, a program that believes in you. So that's, it, it, it's hard. It's a stressful process. Um, you know, especially, you know, that I only had, I, I put my name in, I think in March. So, mm-hmm. I had, you know, a couple months before, you know, the, the fall semester school started to find somewhere. So that, that time crunch was kind of, kind of hectic but you know god allowed things to work out and you know i'm happy with the result of being at colorado so it's, it should be fun i'm excited absolutely education is the number one thing you're a psychology major correct absolutely yes sir yeah so you got to get that unpacked actually many listeners may not know this but you actually started your college career at arkansas so what initially stood out at tcu <laughs> that made you want to transfer there um so you know my my story has been it's it's, it's been a long journey um I went to University of Arkansas and, you know, I was trying to get an opportunity to play there. Uh, didn't work out. I had some health issues uh, going on and, and, and eventually I had to leave there because uh, I wasn't going to get an opportunity. Uh, you know, the coaches weren't going to wait for me to get healthy and get clear because I wasn't a scholarship guy. Um, you know, so I, I started looking at schools and I, and I really like TCU because Gary Patterson, um, if you know anything about college football, you know that he is the, one of the most underrated coaches uh, in the country mm-hmm. and and all he does is win games um you know i think that you know tcu has the most wins in the state of texas uh in the last you know since 2000 um you know that you know that they're, they're winning this program you know more wins than baylor more wins than texas mm-hmm. so they they're finding ways uh coach patterson is doing a great job of, of finding ways to recruit guys and win games over there so when I when I researched, um, you know, what he was about, you know, I, I followed TCU, you know, from when they won the Rose Bowl when I was in like seventh grade. Um, so I knew I was familiar with TCU and who they were and, and the type of players they had in the past. Uh, but when I really did my research on Coach P, I, I liked what he what who he was as a coach and, and how he ran his program. And so I was like, shoot, if I get an opportunity to go over there, uh, I'll take it, you know, and I got in contact with them and, 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 and the rest was history that gave me an opportunity to come and be a part of the program. So it's, it was a blessing to get to getting to go there and, and meet the people that I met. Absolutely. And so many great prospects has came in and came out of the University of TCU. How are you going to be working out hard in this quarantine? 
for me, I've been working out on my own. I've been doing a lot of a lot of a lot of footwork, a lot of heel work, uh, a lot of conditioning. Um, you know, been with the restrictions on the weight room and, and the gyms, it's been kind of hard. Um, you know, because I, I haven't been able to get back to school and work out with uh with Colorado yet. Uh, just because I'm in the process of enrolling and I got to get that all that stuff secured first before I can go work out with them. So I've been home here in Charlotte just, you know, finding ways to grind, uh, you know, and maybe not the best and the most ideal uh, situation to be in. But, you know, you, you, you make the most of it and get back to kind of old school working out, you know, push ups and, 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 and then dips, <laughs> yeah, yeah. crunches. <laughs> exactly a lot of body weight stuff um you, you know and a lot of running um so I, I feel like i'm in shape i feel like i'm in, in good shape um of course it's nothing that can replace the weight room right the weight room is just is, it, it works wonders um just with strength and and, and and balance and everything so but you know I'm, I'm i'm doing i'm doing what i need to do here to, to keep myself in shape so i feel i feel like my body is at a good place right now Absolutely. And that's, that's good to hear. That's the only way to go. So let's take a step back a little. Seeing you on the field and looking at your high school highlights, anyone can see that you're ready to play at the next level. But after watching a few of your interviews, I actually learned a little bit more about you. You actually initially wanted to be a fireman. Is that true? <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I was a little boy, I wanted to play in the NFL and be a fireman. Uh, <laughs> I have. I I um I still want to be a fireman. You know, whenever my career gets done, I wanna I wanna I wanna do that because I th I think it's something cool to do. That's so interesting. What about being a fireman stood up to you? I just uh, it for me it's 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 like I always just thought it was fun that you know, well not fun but interesting that you know people would go into a burning building when everybody else is kind of running out. You know, it's brave. That, yeah, yeah. That 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 mentality like it it just always. It always is always stuck with me. I've always been like a fearless child. I always like doing daredevil stuff. Um, so, like the, the 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 like the the challenge of like going into a fire when everybody else is scared to. I don't know. That always kind of it, it excited me. I always thought that was fun. So, um, especially when you get to save somebody else's life that can't save themselves. So, mm -hmm. that's definitely something down the road I, I want to do. But yeah, when well, as I got older, I realized I can't have two careers. I can't play in the league and. and <laughs> Be a fireman at the same yeah, that's, that's quite time consuming, man. Yeah. <laughs> you go. uh, so growing up in Charlotte, what does football mean to you? Uh, for me, it's it's North Carolina, North Carolina is a basketball state. Um, so for me, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of emphasis was on basketball when I was younger. Um, just with Duke and North Carolina, and then you know Michael Jordan, he owned the then Bobcats that were here in Charlotte. Uh, so this is really a basketball city, but I, I, I've always loved the game of football. I always loved Steve Smith, uh, mm -hmm. who played for the Panthers, receiver for the Panthers. And um, he was really my motivation growing up. And, and I got to see him play every Sunday. And um, that's really what pushed my that's really what has pushed my career is, is seeing him. You know, he's only five foot nine. And I'm five foot seven. Um, and he dominated the league and he wasn't the biggest guy, wasn't the fastest guy, wasn't the strongest guy, but he was a competitor. Um I and so that's kind of who I model my career after. I I, I want to be, um, you know, I kind of want to follow in his footsteps and and, and 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 be dominant like he was. So, but yeah, this is a this is a hoop state. Make no no make no <laughs> The basketball had a strong influence on me, but um, you know, football ultimately is where my heart has always been, and 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 
this is what I love to do. So I'm like, I'm, I think I made the right, the tr- right decision for my life. <laughs> yeah, you definitely did. And you just basically just answered my next question. I was going to say, who's your biggest uh, inspiration playing football? But you just gave it right there because I noticed he was a huge fan of Steve Smith. Once again, man, you can see that your passion and your love for the game. In fact, you're not just the average football player. You're capable of playing multiple positions, wide receiver, running back, defensive back. What position would you say is your most favorite and why? Uh, I think I like running back more. Uh, running back is probably the least position I get to play. Um, but I I feel most comfortable there. Um, you know, just getting because it it, running back it really you you eliminate the thinking. Um, outside of blitz pickup, you know, you got to think a little bit on, on on blitz pickup and 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 helping out with that, but. When it comes to you just getting the ball in your hands and 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 and, and finding a hole and just going, that's just instinct. Um, and so playing playing running back is is fun for me. But I, I wish I could play it more. But I don't I don't I don't get the opportunity to 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 get back there as much as I want to. But yeah, I, I definitely I can play receiver. I can play corner. Uh, I actually got my last my last couple of practices at TCU. They threw me at corner, and my teammates were surprised that I could play corner too. That was like. <laughs> They forgot. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. It's, you know, this this kick and is, is versatile. So it, it's 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 just something I've always I've always been very versatile. Can do a lot of different things. Um, so you know, it's I'm thankful that I'm multi-dimensional because you know you that gives you more flexibility going forward. Um, the more you can do, the more valuable come as a player. Uh, people can use you. Teams can. Use in different ways so exactly whether it's offense or special teams or whatnot you can definitely get your foot on the door on that and it's funny and interesting that you chose running back i just knew you was going to choose by receiver so you're ready to have a, a 80 yard rushing touchdown over 80 yard reception yeah uh i definitely would because i i think i think um because running running the ball is when you have running back most of the time and, and and that ball is snapping the defense reads run they know one guy's getting it Mm-hmm. Um, and for you to be able to take it 80 yards and they know that you're touching the ball and, you know, you got to get through the defensive line, you got to get through the, uh, the linebackers and get to the secondary and, and, and be able to break one. That that's, that's for me, that's way more satisfying than, you know, catching, you know, a 80 yard pass and, and you really only got to beat one guy and that's the defensive back in front of you. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think I think having an 80 yard rushing touchdown is a lot more exciting than, than than catching one. Gotcha, gotcha. I hear you there. And once again, watching you play, it's pretty apparent that you're quite gifted when it comes to playing football. But honestly, Michael, it's been well more. How can I put this? It's, it's the way that you carry yourself off the field that impressed me even more. Recently, you have been having the courage to use your platform and your voice to speak out when it comes to the injustice and police brutality we've been seeing in this past few months of 2020. So for listeners who may not be familiar with your work off the field, do you mind sharing your thoughts and your stance on this topic? Um, yeah, I just for me, I've just been kind of putting stuff on my social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatever. Um, you know, I just I just believe as African-American uh, it's my job. Um, you know, to 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 kind of highlight injustices. Um, I feel like my ancestors, uh, everything that they went through to, um, you know, t- so that I can have freedom in this country. I think it would be very disrespectful to them to not stand up for what's right. Um, 
and really I'm not doing anything. All I'm doing is, is putting something on social media. It doesn't take much courage to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but yet so many people are scared to do that. Um, so for me, I feel like it's my, it's my job to, if I see something wrong, um, to, 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 you know, speak out on it and, and, and to edu- help educate other people. Cause you'd be su- surprised how many people don't understand black history. You'd be surprised how many people don't, um, understand the history of this country and you know a lot of people really don't think that racism exists and that that's that's just a lack of education um either that or it's a lack of care one of the two um so yeah i feel like it's my job anytime i see you know injustices like george floyd or um you know any other situation that we have in this country you know it's your job to say hey look you know we as a society we need to get this right and if if i can use social media to have a voice if anybody will listen to me, then, you know, that's 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 what I'll do. But, you know, it's my job, I think, to to represent my ancestors well. And, you know, they sacrifice uh, a lot, you know, so that I can live a free life. Exactly. I salute you there. And speaking about that courage as a current college athlete, what goes through your mind when you speak on these issues like this or using social media to uh, to as your tool to speak on an issue like this? Do you look at the support from your peers your community first or your university or what simply is going through your mind? Oh, I know I'm not going to get any support. Um, I expect not to get any support. Um, you know, cause I've, I've been to, you know, university of Arkansas, TCU are both, you know, predominantly white institutions. Um, I have plenty of friends that go to those, both of those universities that have supported me on social media. Um, so much respect to them. Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 I don't expect people uh, going to two predominantly white institutions to have too much um, support, especially not from the institution itself. Um, you know, just because they they don't have any investment, they don't have any tie to the black community. Um, so why would they speak out on those issues? They have no, you know, they have no true, um, you know, investment in the black community to do that. So I don't really expect them to speak up, even though it may be the right thing. I don't expect them to. Um, and that's that's not a knock against those those schools. It's it's just like, you know, you wouldn't expect the HBCU to speak up on white issues. Um, and that's just kind of that's just kind of reality of it um, for me. So I expect as a, as an African-American, it's my job to, um, you know, speak up on issues that pertain to my community. I, I don't expect um, other races to do that because they're not black. So if they do, then, you know, good, good for them. And I. Mm-hmm. I I appreciate that, but I don't expect I don't expect support from, you know, people who haven't walked a day in my shoes. That that, that you know that they're not going. Mm-hmm. It's it's a certain level of disconnect that's there, um, you know. And that and I that I got I have more white friends than probably more white people do. Um, so I, I I I don't have anything against white people, but I'm just saying that I don't expect them to stand up for me because they don't know what it feels like to be black. But kudos to the ones that do. Gotcha. And support or no support, you keep doing exactly what you're doing, Michael. So I definitely wanted to say that. Appreciate you. No problem. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the voice of Michael Bird Jr., former TCU wide receiver and now wide receiver for Colorado. So, Michael, hearing you speak and just seeing your work, I've concluded that you're a leader and you're very self-motivated, which opens up my next question. What exactly motivates you to not give up and give it all that you have, no matter what university is behind your back? Now, I read your personal statement by what you actually said a few years ago, which goes along like this, and I'll quote, I play wide receiver and anything else that coaches wants me to. 
I am hungry and I'm motivated to be the best. I'm not the biggest, the fastest, or the strongest, but I'm going to compete. Some people have doubted me, and that just fuels me. I'm going to achieve every goal that I set for myself because other than that, I will let everyone else down and everyone who believes in me, unquote. So that's very determined words there. Where did this motivation come from, Michael? Yeah, it comes from a lot of rejection. <laughs> uh, it comes from a lot of uh, a lot of unachieved goals that I've had. Um, you know, that for me, you know, coming out of high school, it was hard for me to get offers. Um, it was hard for people. It was hard for me to get seen by schools. Uh, a lot of people overlooked me. Um, you know, I've had, you know, coaches that have doubted me that I've had. All of them haven't, but some have. Um, and so those times, I just remember those times for me where an opportunity wasn't given. Um, and, you know, I had to I had to work for what I've gotten. Um, and, and I've had to work to get to where I've gotten, you know, and, and like I said earlier, when, you know, when you're a five foot seven kid and, um, you know, it is hard, it's hard because people view this as a big man's game. They think football is a big man's game and, it, and it's not. Especially but, your position too. It, exactly. Exactly. Right. Guys, you know, schools like bigger receivers. Now they like bigger corners too now. Um, so, you know, for me being five foot seven, I've had to, I've had to fight to show coaches that I can play at this level. Um, you know, and my parents, you know, my mom and my dad, they have sacrificed for me. Uh, they've sent me to camps. Um, they've, 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 they've done a lot for me to be able to live out and achieve my dreams. And so for me, I can't, I can't let them down. So all of that kind of combines into one and, 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 and it, and it fused my motivation that I, I can't, you know, I can't let, uh, I can't let people that say negative things about me be right. And I can't let my parents down and I can't, to everybody who hasn't really wanted to give me the respect I deserve as a player, I can't, I can't then let, let them be right about me. Um, and so I'm going to keep working until I turn into the player that I really want to become. Yes, and we can see that you're molding to becoming that player, man. You look at what you did and you accomplished over the years. You had no offers, and then you went to a university. Now you're transferred, and now you're about to get another opportunity. And who knows? You may go play professional. And uh, I see you're a fan of Pat Mahomes. What do you think about that contract, man? He he is well deserved. Um, well deserved. I got to throw with him um, two years ago, I think it is now. Um, and when I saw him in person, person throw, I was I was I was I was very impressed. Um, you know the the, the accuracy um, and and the the arm strength that he has. I haven't seen a quarterback throw the ball the way he has. You know he puts the ball on the money. Um, and so for me, I think he 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 deserves uh, every penny of what he's got because. You know, right now, what other quarterback is doing what he's doing? You know, he's won the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl. Um, you know, he has a lot of weapons around him in Tyreek Hill and and Miko Harmon and and all those guys. And so he, they're probably going to get another chance, another crack at it again. Um, and so he he's he's the leader of that group. He 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 gets those guys going, and 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 you can't put a price tag on on, on a good quarterback and and good leadership. And so. Uh, the Chiefs, they 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 did a good job in showing them that they they appreciate what he's done so far, and and I'm happy for him. I hope he I hope he continues to keep doing what he's doing. Absolutely, man. Uh, oh man, I, I should have cut you off when you said Super Bowl. I'm a 49ers fan, Michael. So please uh, don't remind me that, man. It breaks yeah, my heart that. every time. It, it did. It did. <laughs> so we we're gonna change the subject real fast, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Michael, I know you run between a four three four four, but today we're gonna see how fast you're quick on your feet. I know, so man. with <laughs> we're gonna see how fast you are with quick on your feet with the rapid rush segment. Are you ready? Yep. 
All right, let's go. Favorite food? Spaghetti. Favorite movie? Pursuit of Happiness. Twitter or IG? Twitter. Favorite artist? Future. LeBron or Jordan? Jordan. The beach or the mountains? The beach. Favorite NFL player? Beastman. Hulu or Netflix? Netflix. Your favorite sports moment? Ooh, probably kick return senior year. It took about 100 some yards. Top wide receiver in the NFL? History or current? Current. Julio Jones. Ah, okay. The goal is to get 30 seconds. You just got 38 seconds, man. You ah. eight seconds off. You was on it. I should have. I'll go with it. <laughs> you got to come back next time, man. Well, Michael, it's been awesome having you on the show. Uh, can you share your social media handles where listeners can reach you? Yes, um, you can. You can reach me on Twitter and Instagram at Michael Bird Jr. Um, and then Facebook is the same thing, Michael Bird Jr. Um, I look forward to connecting with y'all. Whoever decides to follow me or send me a friend request, appreciate it, and and I, I, I'll connect with y'all for sure. I'll try to follow y'all back. Awesome. Well, there you have it. Thanks again, Michael, for stopping by on the show, and best of luck on your journey. I wish you the best, man. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Awesome. The Sideline Rush is a weekly podcast where we dive straight into the latest sports topics. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you will be notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening. Until next time.